Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The game is over. And we are headed to overtime. On 95-7, the game. Let's go! San Francisco! seconds. Coming off the clock at Levi's. The 49ers just recovered an onside kick. There is a flag down on the field. We're nervous. (laughs) 34-31-49ers. Oh, my gosh. The Niners trailed by 17 points at halftime. The flag is illegal touching on the line. Let's go, baby. The Niners recovered the ball anyway. It's Niners football. 53 seconds left. The Lions can only stop the clock twice. Let's go. Brock Purdy takes some knees. MVP. MVP. Look at that. The 49ers are out of the Super Bowl, Sterling. I'm speechless. For the first time since 2019, 2020, San Francisco 49ers back to the place they belong. The Super Bowl to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Bring it on, Mahomes. We're back, baby. We are back. Welcome in, everybody. It's overtime here on 95.7 The Game. Mark Randy, Sterling Bennett with you. The 49ers, a wild comeback in this NFC Championship game. They looked dead in the water uh, in the first half at halftime. They were down 24-7. The 49ers putting the final touches on this right now with some Elijah Mitchell runs. Who would have thought? Christian McCaffrey, after a long run on that uh, go-ahead or the touchdown drive to put the Niners up by 10, he landed on his head a little bit awkwardly. He has not come back in the game. The Lions, though, calling their final timeouts right now. It's 34-31, barring some sort of miracle for the Lions. This ballgame is over, and the 49ers will have erased a (laughs) 17-point halftime deficit. They scored 17 consecutive points in the third quarter alone, scored again uh, to open up the fourth quarter. They scored 24 consecutive points, 27 consecutive points in this game. Oh, my goodness. Spanning the second and the third quarters, uh, and they are a couple of plays away uh, from sealing this one in Santa Clara. Uh, The Niners running a couple of more plays, another handoff to Elijah Mitchell for a couple of yards. The Lions will use their final timeout with 47 seconds on the clock. So the Niners can run a play, they can knee, they can do whatever they want, and then they might have to punt the ball off or run backwards with Mish Wichnowski and eventually run out of bounds. They can do whatever they want on the final play. Honestly, run back and take a seat. The Lions will not get this ball back. The Niners can do whatever they want on the fourth down play and the ball game is over. Mark, who cares what's happening on the TV right now? We're going back to the Super Bowl with a chance to revenge. Just a handful of years ago, when all seemed lost, the offense came together, the defense started to fight back. 
Brock Purdy picks the team up. They get a few takeaways. Tayshawn Gibson might be the NFC Championship MVP in this one. And the Detroit Lions falter as the San Francisco 49ers rise to the top of the NFC right where they belong. There is one second between the game clock and the play clock. So the 49ers snap the ball. Mitch Wisniewski runs sideways, goes out of bounds, runs backward, goes down. The ball game's oh over. My goodness. It does not matter. Right? How In about fact, that? You don't even need Mitch Wisniewski. You can tell Brock Purdy to take the snap and, and go Man. down after a second. Oh my this goodness. ball game is over. The Niners embracing on the sideline. Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Javon Hargrave are hugging each other. And the wow. it's official, Sterling. The 49ers are going to the Super Let's Bowl. Let's go! They get the monkey off their back. The last two conference championship oh game goodness. losses. It was anything but easy, Sterling. Anything but easy. Whatever it takes. If it has to be a grind it out, gut it out, down 24-7 to seven at halftime, I will take it every single week. I don't care how it looks. You get wins like this. You give yourself Woo! a chance. By three points, it's all that matters Niners are back in the Super Bowl. How good does that sound to hear? It feels incredible. Oh, and it felt like I wasn't going to get to hear that at uh, halftime when it was we thought 24 it was over. to 7. Oh my goodness. 24 to 7 at halftime. Uh, Brock Purdy, by the way, has lined up under center. He takes two steps back. There takes we go, a knee, baby! And the Let's game go! is over. Officially, the 49ers are on to the Super Bowl. 34 to oh 31 is the final. <laughs> the 49ers are champions of the NFC, and we're partying all night here on 95.7. Chris, the get the get the Martinelli's baby. We're popping bottles in the Woo! studio. Look at that. It felt like this game was over. It felt like all hope was lost. A fight back from this. I was on spaces with Matt Nahigi and the program director talking about this game is over. It's all lost. This may be the most embarrassing game in Niners playoff history. And for them to come back and win this game where everything felt insurmountable, it felt like the season's over. You got Brock Purdy kissing his wife. Mark, I want to kiss you. We're going back to the freaking Super Bowl, baby. Let's go. 24-7 at halftime. The Niners then score 27 unanswered points to take a 10-point lead. The Lions get a touchdown in the final minute, but they do not get the onside kick. The Niners kill the final minute off the clock with a couple of runs and one knee, uh, and that is it. The Niners are champions of the NFC. They're back to the Super Bowl, which will be a rematch of the game from four years ago. It's Niners and Chiefs in two weeks from Las Vegas. The Niners get it done. It was not easy. It was scary. I was not confident at halftime. Everything that could have went wrong went wrong in the first Ooh, half. Man. But the 49ers, they capitalized on some key Lions mistakes. They made some of their own luck, and they got the job done. It's similar to what happened last week, Sterling. In the postseason, it ain't got to be pretty. Win, survive, and advance. And by the skin of their freaking teeth, Sterling, the 49ers have survived a couple of postseason games at home. They sneak by the Packers, and they earn a come-from-behind win against the Lions. And officially, they're champions of the dang NFC. I sat there in that chair in the studio behind me on YouTube, and we were all talking like, oh, <gasps> they're going to lose this game. This is ugly. This is awful. And guess what? We ain't done yet. We got one more game to go. Champions of the NFC took some luck. The football gods, they rained, uh, they rained on us, folks. They gave us some luck. They gave us some help. But guess what? 
If that's what it takes, I don't care if it's one point. I don't care if it's two points. I don't care if it takes a pick six to end the game on a Hail Mary. I could care less if it means getting a shot at the Lombardi Trophy. Give it to me every single day. And just like Wolf of Wall Street, when he's going to lose his job, and it looks like everything is lost, you know what he says? We ain't leaving! I ain't leaving! The San Francisco 49ers ain't leaving! We're going to the freaking Super Bowl, baby! Let's go! And we're celebrating with you all night here on 95.7 The Game, and that means we want to hear from you guys. So give us a call, because we're here for you all night long. The number, 888-957-9570. You're calling, you get to the, the pleasure of chatting with our guy, Chris O'Connell. He'll pick up the phone, he'll talk to you, he'll get you on the air. He's hyped! Give us a call, 888-957-9570. That's the number to call. It's also the Comcast Business text line, and we're keeping an eye on the YouTube chat powered by First NorCal Credit Union. YouTube.com slash 957thegame. The YouTube chat is going crazy. Queens of Noise, D. Lou, Damon Chang, Lunch Money, Steven, I see all you, Jason, Jimbo, I see all you guys. Michelle, keep them coming here on 957thegame on the YouTube chat powered by First NorCal Credit Union. It's Grandy and Sterling with you. I don't really believe it, Sterling. I don't know how the <laughs> hell it happened. We're going to break it all down. There were some key plays, oh some fourth down failures by the Lions, some Ooh. drops by Josh Reynolds, a drop by uh, this Lions defensive back unit yeah. that, that we talked about earlier right in, the, in the day. Right in the face, <laughs> it led to a 50-yard IU catch, which turned into a touchdown. The Lions certainly helped the Niners take this one oh from goodness. them. Niners made some of, of their own luck, and they took advantage, and they're on to the Super Bowl. Final score, 34-31. to Talking through it all just out Man. loud, it still does not kind of sit in that that actually happened because it felt so incredibly unlikely. It felt like it was just a dream. Like, I woke up one day, and it's 2019 still, and nothing happened. Like, it felt like the worst nightmare ever because guess what? We talked... Just a handful of hours ago, prior to the pregame with Larry and Lowe, talking about this game should be San Francisco's to win. And it looked like at that point that the season's going to be over. That this wild dream of we're going to get back to the Super Bowl is going to end in the worst possible way. Getting embarrassed in front of our home crowd. But what do the San Francisco 49ers do? They come from behind, down 17 points at halftime. We have fans in spaces, fans on Twitter, saying, hey, wrap it up. This thing is over with. And Brock Purdy and the rest of the 49ers said, nah, nah. This is not done yet. We're going to make this miraculous comeback and set the world ablaze. Because right now... The party has just begun. Rack up the calls. Rack up the texts. We want to hear from you. Let's go freaking nuts. We're going to the Super Bowl. Brock Purdy. He may not be the MVP. He's the MVP in my heart. What he did today. That is what you call grit and guts. And that's what you call a franchise freaking quarterback, baby. Let's go. Can you guys believe it? Woo! Can any of you guys tuning in right now giving us a call? 888-957-9570. This does not feel real. It does not feel real at all. 34-31 is the final. The Niners were down 17-7 at halftime. They rip off 27 unanswered, 17 of which were in the third quarter alone. 27 unanswered points before the Lions scored uh, what we will officially call a garbage time touchdown, although the game wasn't officially over. It was once uh, uh, the onside kick was recovered by the 49ers. They go on to win 34-31. 
we're, we're going to look back at this game and see this as a game of missed opportunities by the Detroit Lions, but the San Francisco 49ers will certainly take it. There was a fourth and two. The Lions in the red zone on fourth and two, and they decide to go for it. Josh Reynolds had the conversion, a drop. It gives the ball back to the 49ers. Then a couple of moments later, uh, Vildor, one of the corners for the Lions, drops what would have been an interception that might have helped seal the game for the Lions. It turns into an Ayuk 50-plus yard reception, which is later an Ayuk touchdown reception. Niners are back in the game, and then Josh Reynolds, or pardon me, then it was the Jameer Gibbs fumble stripped away by Tashawn Gibson coming up from his safety spot and ripping the ball away. That turns into a touchdown for the 49ers uh, to tie the ball game up, and then another drop by Josh Reynolds. The ball goes right back to the Niners. They go down the field again and score to take the lead, and then Christian McCaffrey and company will put the finishing touches on this game, Sterling. we got to talk about McCaffrey. we got to talk about uh, the big plays by Debo Samuel in the second half. George Kittle had a big moment. We got to talk about this quarterback, though. It wasn't his best day throwing the ball. I mean, it was everyone's worst day in the first half. Did he use his legs or what in that second half, Sterling? Lamar Jackson, who? Oh, my. Who? 20-yard carry after 20-yard carry, scrambling, getting away from defenders. The Niners in the first half could not set the edge defensively. Brock Purdy did not allow any edge defender to set the edge on him. (laughs) He raced past him. 20-yard rush after 20-yard rush. He kept the Niners in this game with his legs in the second half. If I would have told you that Brock Purdy was not only going to be second on this team in carries, but second on the oh team in God. rushing yards, you say, okay, yeah, what? Four carries, five carries, 10 yards, whatever. No, no. Five for 48, including the second <sighs> longest run of the day for 21 yards. You look at what Brock Purdy's been able to do this year. This may have been his biggest and shiningest moment ever on a football field. Being that far down, throwing an interception early when all things look like they're lost, you need direction. To bring us back from this, and it took literally everybody, not just Brock Purdy. It took everyone, Jair Brown, Greg Greenlaw, Deshaun Gibson, but Brock Purdy specifically was in his bag the moment the second half started. And you see him now on the TV raising the NFC Championship. How good does that feel? Mr. Irrelevant to now an NFC title holder and one step away from immortality. He's the third youngest quarterback, or will be, to ever start a Super Bowl at 24 years old in 46 days. If that does not get your blood pumping, if that does not make you want to stand up and dance and go crazy, I don't know what does. Because what happened today doesn't happen every single year. Other teams would fold, they would fumble, just like the Detroit Lions did today. They got a lead, and they thought this thing was over, and San Francisco came roaring back to take the lead and win the game. Brock Purdy is now the fourth quarterback ever to win four or more postseason games in his first two years in the NFL. Four postseason wins, and Sterling officially in games that he started and finished in the postseason. He's 4-0. Never lost. Never In lost. games where he did not get oh my goodness. kicked out of because of an injury. Whew. Games he started and finished. 4-0. Brock Purdy in the postseason. Overlooked here. CMC, first time in the Super Bowl. Overlooked as well. Trent Williams, 
finally gets his chance finally. to hold There's no one a in this Lombardi league that deserves trophy. it more than him. Like, are you kidding me? We talked about it. This was the year you had to get it done. And look, the job ain't over yet. You got one more game to go. The Lions may have choked this game away. And when someone else, other team's going to choke, you can take advantage. Dan Campbell, why are you not kicking field goals when it's 48 yards? That would have tied oh this game. It would have changed the entirety of the game. If you're going to make decisions like that, all I'll say is bring on the Kansas City Chiefs because I want that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and Mahomes blood. Bring it on, Casey. Bring right. it on. All right, we're going to get to the phone lines here in a minute. It's overtime with Grandy and Sterling with you here on 95.7 The Game. But first, you're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM in HD1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app, Twitch, and YouTube as always, powered by the first NorCal Credit Union. Up first, it's Larry in the city. Larry, you're on overtime on 95.7 The Game. How you feeling, Larry, NFC champions? Man, I'm feeling great. But listen here, this this comment for that woman for the Raiders that said the Niners fans are nothing but some cracker-eating bears. Well, I got news for you. You know that quarterback they said, Mr. Revelin? Guess what? All those first-rounders, a seven-rounder last pick of the draft, guess what? He's going to the Super Bowl. And another thing, we're not only on the crab-eating, wine-sipping, line-taming, get-stealing 49er fans. Hey, Larry, I love your energy, Larry. I don't know what he was saying, but he was pumped. Something about crackers and crab and lobster and something in there. But bring that every call. We need that. We need it. 888-957-9570. We're we're getting out of the way for you guys today. This is about the faithful. Faithful to the Bay. Bang, bang, Niner gang. We want to hear from you guys all night long on overtime on 95.7 The Game. If you can't tell, Sterling and I are having a hard time, a difficult time composing ourselves because what the hell did we just watch? We watched two different games. The first oh half, the Lions were the best team in the world. The second half, the 49ers were the best team in the world. It makes absolutely wow. no sense. The first half of this ball game, Detroit Lions outscored the 49ers 24-7. to The second half of this ball game, the 49ers outscored the Lions 27-7, to and the Niners win by three points, 34-31. to Nuts. That was pretty close to your final score, right? What did you say, uh, 31-28? Yeah. Three-point margin? There. What can I say? If it wasn't for that last touchdown by the Lions, Man, I would have been one point off. Stupid Dan Campbell. Yeah, you, you got <laughs> one over on me. 34-31 you know? is the final. <laughs> uh, McCaffrey had 90 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Might have had a third, but he was a little bit shaken up after a big run down the stretch. Brock Purdy threw for 267 yards, a touchdown, and one interception. Uh, the one touchdown went to Brandon Ayuk, who had only three catches but for 68 yards. Debo Samuel was active in this game, had a big second half, eight catches for 89 yards. You mentioned Brock Purdy, the second-leading rusher, five carries for eight, 48 yards uh, in the win for the 49ers. And I'll have to do a little bit of recon during our first break in a little bit. I think like 40 of those 48 yards must have happened in the second half. Uh, a couple of really big scoring drives for the 49ers were kept alive by Brock Purdy runs. Um, man, man, it was a 27 nothing run to begin the second half. A Jake Moody field goal, an Ayuk six-yard touchdown, a McCaffrey touchdown run, another Moody field goal, and then the Elijah Mitchell touchdown run to make it a 10-point lead for the 49ers with three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. A 27-0 run, Sterling, for the 49ers in the second half 
against the Lions, a hell of a football team. The defense stepped it up in the second half. The offense took everything the Lions and the Niners defense gave them, and they did not miss a beat. And they had to be perfect in the second half because they built themselves a gigantic hole. And we can get to why. It was ugly. It was terrible in that first half. It shouldn't be this difficult. It shouldn't be this difficult, but it is. It is. (laughs) If this is what it takes, bring it on, right? Like, I don't mind going to the brink if it means winning a Super Bowl. Now, yes, there are some questions, there are some concerns. The way this game was played in the first half, I think, has everyone sitting back saying, uh, that's not a good football team. But the way they fought back, if they can just put together four consistent quarters. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This team is going to reach their goal. They scored literally 27 points in one half. Insane. They scored 17 and one quarter, like, too. In eight minutes, they had the lead. It was, you're down by 10, you're up by four. It was like, what is going on? Like, the way, and, and you could just tell that as soon as they got the field goal and they scored the touchdown and it brought them inches away, the Lions got scared, they got timid, and it was like, uh-oh, here come the big bad 49ers. And what did the Niners do? They saw some blood, and they said, we're coming, and we're going to go crazy. We're going to go nuts. We're going to get fumbles. We're going to get stops. Josh Reynolds is going to drop two passes for us. We're going to get some help, and we're going to win this game. This game felt so lost. I was in a pit. I was like, Grandpa, I'm tired of digging. He was like, well, that's too damn bad. And I was like, Grandpa, come on. Like The hole is too big. I can't Shout climb, out holes. I can't climb out of this. But guess what we did? It feels like the last two weeks we have escaped it's escape, escape disaster. Like, there's no other way like, to put it. Like, it, you lose, you play really well, the Lions just have an otherworldly day. Like, that's one thing. If you lost the way that you played, and the, if, if the first half carried into the second half, and it was just pitiful, it was ugly, it was bad, you get blown out, like, we're not sugarcoating. That, that would have been a disastrous loss, and it would have set this franchise back. It would have been terrible. 
There would have been serious ramifications moving forward. Somehow they found a way and got it done. But that first half was as bad as I've seen this Niner team play in a really, really long time. We were sitting in the studio saying, like, okay, like, if you lose this game and we're pointing out players who are playing poorly, Chase Young wasn't great in the first half. Oh Javon Hargrave was non-existent the entirety of, what, three quarters of this game, and they got the win. Great. But we're sitting there talking when they're down by a ton. Like, they're not going to come back and win this game. Is this how it's going to end? Like, are they going to fire Steve Wilkes? Are they going to trade certain players away? You can't bring back Chase Young. Like, 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 what are the solutions next year? And you know what? It was almost like this is a dose of what our parents went through. Seeing Joe Montana throw three picks, then bang, the catch game. And again, like, we're witnessing what it feels like to be a Niner fan during that era. Now, you have to win the big one, mind you. But even in those times where all you remember is they won a Super Excuse me. Wow. <laughs> they won a <laughs> Super Bowl. You don't remember the hard, tough-fought wins to get there. All you see is Niners and champion. If this is what it takes to get to a Super Bowl, by all means, by any means possible. Oh, yeah. I mean, if, if it means hoisting that sixth Lombardi, I'll go through the turmoil and the emotional distress. Like, I think I probably lost like eight years off of my life today alone. Another 10 for the Packers win. Like, if that's what it takes, though, I'll sign up for it every single year because this is something you and I, in we, we've experienced this before. In our lifetime, the Niners have been to the Super Bowl. This will now be the third time. We have not seen a Super Bowl win, but if this is what it takes, sign me up. I'll sign up 100 times out of 100 if this is what it takes. But, man, I wish they didn't make it so difficult on themselves, certainly, because they put us, they put all you guys out there, everyone tuning in, uh, all the Niner fans packed into Levi Stadium, they put them through torture in that first half. <laughs> oh, man. Imagine being there, it, it watching was, it, it was Levi's. It wasn't just Ooh. like the Lions played great, and I'm not trying to sell them short because they were phenomenal there in that Jared first half. Jared Goff chance at Levi's tonight. It was, it was literally embarrassing, specifically on the defensive side of the ball. The lack of fundamentals yeah. and the... the Lack of effort? I mean, Chase Young on the Jameer Gibbs touchdown run, jogging, not even racing after him. How many times? I tried. I, and I don't want to be too negative because this team it's won. We got, we got so much to like, celebrate. Like, but God. <laughs> Nick Bosa got a couple of sacks, but in the first half, refusing to set the edge, getting so far upfield, yeah. allowing the Lions yeah. to get around him easily and pick up big gains. It was terrible. And somehow this team... Much like the Packers game, but this time it was on steroids. Just flipped the switch, and suddenly they had this game in the bag. This team played a good two quarters, and they won. They played a terrible two quarters. They played a a great two quarters, and they won. They played a perfect two quarters. Like, when you talk about being down by 17 points, that's in itself. Like, it's hard to score 17 points in a football game itself, and they were down by 17 it was not, hey, go score 17 and you win. It was, hey, you have to come back down 17 just to tie the game. And they did it in a snap of a finger. You get the touchdown and field goal, game fumbles, bang, you're back in the game, whatever it was, right? But it's the struggles early that make the accomplishment of coming back late so much more impressive. <laughs> like it, it was 24-10 to 10 with 520 left. The Niners scored with 5.17 left. They got a touchdown on that pass to Ayuk. But with 5.20 left, the Niners were down by 14 points. 
Uh, two minutes and 20 seconds later, the game was tied. It's, touchdown, Gibbs fumble, touchdown. There is not a word in my vocabulary to describe what I just witnessed. Insurmountable, sure. Doesn't do it justice. Again, this game felt like the season was over with. Like, the Lions had their foot on the pedal. They were getting... Eight yards a run, ten yards a pass. They averaged seven yards on the ground per carry in the first like, half. It was like running backs were getting five free yards, then getting touched, then getting five more yards. It every was like time nobody th- could tackle. Every time they threw the ball, it was great news for the Niners because they would get seven yards every time they ran the damn ball. And, guess and the what? Niners won this game. <laughs> they won this game. It's just incredible. Like... Again, sometimes you want to sit back and just be amazed because Kittle wasn't involved in the offense. Purdy was overshooting Ayuk on two pivotal plays early in this one. When your offense needed to score, they couldn't get it done. Jake Moody misses that field goal, and I sat back and said, don't kick another field goal ever again. Like, get this kid out of town. And while maybe there are uh, some fans, including myself, that might still have some ill will towards him, (laughs) the way he's played the last couple weeks, but... Like, there were so many plays that had to go San Francisco's way. A couple of balls bounced their way. A couple of drops go their way. It just felt like there was a massive momentum shift. And it as soon as they got their first score, their first touchdown of the second half, it was all San Francisco. The crowd was going nuts. That may have been the loudest I've ever heard Levi Stadium through the TV screen. It was just ah, nuts for the entire second half. And the faithful... I will say this, you showed up in that second half. That was awesome to see in here at Levi Stadium. And it came quickly after there were Jared Goff chants. <laughs> it, it did. It really did. Jared Goff chants, and then quickly, suddenly the Niners were back in this game, and yeah. Levi's was as loud as it's ever been. They made that Honolulu blue. Just They were imposing their will on San Francisco. They did whatever they wanted on both sides of the ball. Whatever team went into the locker room at halftime, did not come out. I don't know if Shanahan chewed them apart. I wouldn't have blamed him had he done that. I don't know if Steve Wilkes did the same thing. I don't know who got up and spoke to the team, but my goodness, it worked. Uh, my only recommendation is um, do that for four quarters, not just two. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, I'm 27. I don't want to die by 28 because of heart attack. <laughs> like, I would like to live and get married this year, so Ooh. please um, just go out there and win the darn thing in two weeks and play four great quarters of football. That's all I ask. All I ask. <laughs> uh, Lori Matthews, one of our favorites on the YouTube chat, powered by First NorCal Credit Union, does, does say, however, they picked the right two quarters to do it in. That is true. If you're going to only play well in two quarters, do it in the third and fourth quarters, I suppose. Just don't get down by 17, though. <laughs> be down by three. Be down by 10. Don't uh, be down by 17, please. Oh, God. All right, let's go back to the phone lines here on Overtime on 95.7. The game we're celebrating an NFC championship. The Niners are on to the Super Bowl for the first time in 2019 and it will be a rematch from that Super Bowl four years ago. Niners and Chiefs two weeks from today instead of Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Up next here on the phone lines is George in the jungle. George, what's up? You're on overtime with Grandy and Sterling. How you doing, George? Uh, gentlemen, that was tough. That was hard to watch for a long time. It was. And then got real good. You know, the thing is, I think it was Kittle and McCaffrey spoke to the team at halftime. I don't think it was the coaches. I think it was the team that came to them. And, and, you know, those are two good leaders. The other thing is the knock on Purdy has been, he can't bring his team back. 
He's done it two weeks in a row. I think we're over that. About five years ago, I prayed that we could get a franchise quarterback, and I thought I thought it was an irrelevant prayer. Turns out it was. Gotcha, George. Yeah, no, good takes. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, I am going to be really curious to find out what was said in the halftime locker room. And Shanahan, if he if he hasn't yet, will be addressing the media very soon. And when we do have that answer, we will get it for you. Should have had Guru go out there. You gotta fight! You gotta fight! You gotta kick them in the ass! Yeah, Guru would have walked in there with a Cowboys jersey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Michael Urban, like, all right, boys, get together. Shout, <laughs> shout like, out, no. shout out, Guru, if you're tuning in. Appreciate you. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> a couple of weeks. Oh. It was before the Cowboys game. Guru sitting in here. <laughs> After the Cowboys had lost to oh, the Packers, oh, he's man. sitting in here in his Dak Prescott jersey, and he's giving <laughs> the Niners a pregame speech. You got to fight. Love you, Goo. <laughs> Love you, but only Goo could do that. That's Give awesome. the Niners a speech in a Cowboys jersey. But I mean that, like that is the moment, and whatever was said in the halftime, like there might be books written about that. If the Niners go on to win the Super Bowl in two weeks, Matt Barrows probably has one already cooked up, ready to go. Like there's going to be a great article coming out tomorrow morning or maybe late tonight about that, and it might be expanded upon if this team wins the Super Bowl because you're going to look back at what happened inside these hollowed walls of the Niners locker room at halftime of the NFC Championship game. You're down 17 points. What the hell was that like? <laughs> what I would do to be a fly on the wall yeah. at halftime inside Should of that be locker a water room? Water boy in there. You need some water, please. <laughs> what turned this thing around? Because it looked like this team forgot how to play football yeah. in the first half. Yeah. Man. And then they were the team that they've been for most of the season in the second half. I could argue this may have been the best they've played since prior to Christmas. In that second half alone. Not the first half. That was disgusting. It was awful. It was embarrassing. That second half, at least offensive performance, may have been the best they've played since pre-Christmas. Like That's how good it was. Which... I don't know if that's the case in two weeks. All I know is we got two weeks off, and we got a lot to talk about. Because if that's how they're going to play second half and on, um, they're going to be pretty tough to beat. Now, again, we ain't there yet, but my goodness. Like, I'll also say this. Dan Campbell, I think, for as aggressive as he has been all year, it's worked for them all year, I think it did cost them this game. There were two times on fourth down they didn't go for it in the first half, kick the field goal, which, okay, that's fine. Late in the game, fourth down, you have a chance to kick the field goal, and you don't, and you don't get it on fourth down. Uh, Dan Campbell, for all the great things he's done, for all the, the kneecaps he has bitten off, um, it feels like he bit off more than he can chew in, in the second half. Yeah, so, okay, let's run through this because that's – uh, that's the chat right now on the YouTube page powered by First NorCal Credit Union is thanking Dan Campbell for this Niners win. Obviously, the Niners deserve uh, a round of applause, a great effort in that second half. Uh, but I'm not sure they have the opportunity if Dan Campbell plays this a little more conservative, which is interesting because we, ta- we, we talked in the first half, or pardon me, pregame, about how... Uh, the Lions probably had an advantage because they were willing to be a little bit more aggressive. Now, Kyle Shanahan said earlier this week, when they're aggressive and they go for it on fourth downs, yes, it's an opportunity for them to steal possessions, but guess what? It's also an opportunity for the Niners to steal possessions because if you don't allow them to convert on fourth down, you're getting a possession right back yourself. And after the Niners got a field goal to open up the second half, uh, they cut it to a 14-point game, 24-10. to 
And then the Lions get the ball back, and they do exactly what they did in the first half. 16-yard catch to Laporta. Uh, and then Montgomery, a 6-yard run. A flag on Javon Hargrave. Montgomery, 7-yard run, 5-yard run. Play action, a deep shot to Laporta, but incomplete. And then you get 6 yards to Laporta. It brings up a 3rd and 4. Amon Ra, 2-yard run. Brings up a 4th and 2. Uh, you're at the 28-yard line. So you're in field goal range just outside of the red zone. And instead of handing it off on fourth and two, they drop straight out of the gun, throw it to Josh Reynolds to throw a little bit low and away, but it hits him in the hands. He drops it. It falls incomplete. The Niners get the ball back. They go right down to the field thanks to some luck uh, on a, a, a pass that was tipped and bounced off the face mask of the corner. Vildor caught by Brandon Ayuk. A diving catch down all the way to the four-yard line. Then a third and goal. Touchdown to Ayuk. The Niners suddenly right back in this game. Down only seven. Say it right. Ayuk! Ayuk! (laughs) Ayuk! Man! But, I mean, you're right. If if the Lions take those three points, instead of going for it, uh, they lead by 13. Uh, They lead by... No, pardon me. They lead by 17. It would be a three-score game. They lead by 17. The Niners don't feel that momentum. Maybe the the deep shot to Ayuk never happens. Who knows what the hell happens. But that is going to be a decision that is questioned by Lions fans. As it should be. For a really, really long time. A field goal there makes it a three-score game. You're still relatively early in the third quarter. A ton of time left. But who knows if the momentum ever shifts if the Lions just take three points there. This game at the moment, at a halftime, was becoming one of the biggest upsets in NFL, or at least Niners, history, in my opinion. One of the most embarrassing losses that looked like it was going to occur. Seven-point favorite, maybe <laughs> losing by like 20. In Niners history. Then it quickly turned into, in my opinion, one of the biggest in-reverse upsets in Niners history. From insane awful upset to insane amazing comeback like we were on the brink folks we were on the edge saying no one breathe no one breathe if if someone pushes me it's all over and we slowly well maybe not slowly in the span of like eight minutes we were like oh hey we're all on safe ground again cool back in our beds all comfy and cozy like it felt like in the matter of seconds we were out of the game back in the game and we were like Keep hope alive, baby, because <laughs> we got this thing. We got plenty of time. There was even a point where in the third quarter, Mark, you looked at me and said, can we have the lead in the third quarter? There and was it's a like, chance. Heck yeah, baby. The Niners got the ball back tied with two minutes to go in the third. They entered the quarter down 17, <laughs> and they had a legit chance to go into the fourth quarter with the lead. Oh, my goodness. How in the world did that happen? How? Ugh. We watched it live, I, and I still uh, have no clue how the hell it happened. That was well, the most incredible turnaround in a football game that I've seen. Well, the 510 has the answer. Uh-oh. And he said today, we witnessed Brockamania run wild all over the Detroit Lions in the second half. Brother! <laughs> probably shouldn't probably shouldn't use a Hulk Hogan uh, reference because he's a bad guy, but, you know. <laughs> but still. <laughs> Oh my god! Like, has there ever been? I mean, twenty-eight to three, Brady over the Falcons in oh, the yeah. Super Bowl. Like well, that comes Niners to mind. Niners and Falcons. They referenced the Kaepernick comeback was insane. That was also what seventeen points. It, it was yeah, it was a lot. I think it, I don't know if it was seventeen at halftime. It was seventeen in the first half. Niners might have made a little bit of run early in the second quarter. Weird I enough, remember. I felt like we could come back in that game more than this one. 
And like, that was on the road in LA. Yeah, like this is at home in front of our hometown, in front of our home fans. Like this game felt more insurmountable than coming back against the Falcons in like 2015, whenever it was, 2013, whenever it was. Like this game felt over, over. And all of a sudden, it was like, boom, we had the lead. We're in this game. Like, to give you some insight here, we are running around the studio every score, every touchdown, punching walls, kicking walls, high-fiving, eating chicken wings, going nuts. Like, Chris asking if I I wanted chicken like 17 times today, and I kept telling him no, because I was going freaking nuts. We're jumping on windows, waving hi to the fans down below. You're so nervous. I don't know if he could keep the chicken Uh, down, Sterling. There... When the game started, I couldn't stop smacking the chair. I was like, can this game hurry up and start? And the first half starts, and I'm like, can this game hurry up and end? Like, it was that awful. And at some point, you just got to breathe. And I thought that was going to happen once the game was over with, and it was going to be a loss. But it felt like when the ball bounced off, was a, whatever the guy's name is, Vildor. Vildor, whatever his name is, bounced off Kindle his helmet. Vildor. Lord of the Rings name, whatever he is, potatoes, whatever he wants, right? Who we identified <laughs> pregame as, like, the guy to attack. Like, it bounces off his helmet, and we're like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, well, how did he get that? The range of emotions on that play alone, because first, dr- Purdy drops back to pass deep, and you're like, Which, oh my god, to big be play, fair, big play. Joseph gets hurt, I'm like, yeah, you, you gotta go deep, you, gotta take a shot here. You did call it. And but they the, do. The range of emotions, so first you see Brock throws it deep, and before you see the coverage, you're like, oh, yes, yes, yes. And then you see the coverage, and you're like, oh, my God, no, no, no. 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 And then it hits off his hands, and you're like, did he pick it off? Oh, my God, no, please, no. And then it bounces off of his face mask into the air, and you just have the relief of, okay, at least not an interception. And then Ayuk dives for the ball, and then the ball disappears behind his body from our camera angle, and you're like, oh, my God, did he catch that? Oh, my God, did he catch that? And then you see him catch it, and then you see him get up and go into the end zone, and you're like, oh, my God, this was a touchdown, and then it gets called back to the four-yard line. The range of emotions on that play alone incredible and it kind of it kind of uh was the pattern for the game as well it was an up and down roller coaster game and the 49ers ultimately come out on top somehow i still don't know how they did it but before we sign off tonight we will get to the bottom of it we'll hear from shanahan post game purdy post game a whole lot more i'm sure we will all night long here on overtime on 95 7 the game but first we gotta hit a break it's grandy and sterling with you the 49ers are nfc champions Somehow, come on, some way, come on, they beat the Lions 34 to 31, and they're on to the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. More overtime after this break, right here on 95.7 The Game. Okay, picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Snap it and get down, and it'll be over. 17-point comeback complete. Now back to Overtime with Sterling Bennett and Mark Grandy on 95.7 The Game. Oh, somehow, someway, they got it done. That was Kevin Burkhardt on Fox with the final call. Brock Purdy took a snap with one second left, took a couple steps backward, took a knee to kill the clock, and the 49ers escape Levi Stadium with another narrow win, this time 34-31 over the Detroit Lions, and the 49ers are Super Bowl bound. Champions of the NFC. <laughs> oh man, that ugh. I think I think you, I think I, I think most of our listeners, uh, all the YouTubers, most people inside of Levi's Stadium Sterling, I think uh, beginning of the season, they thought this was going to happen. They certainly hoped it was going to happen. I think at the start of the postseason, they thought and hoped this was going to happen. I think before tonight, they thought and hoped this were going to happen. Uh, but I don't think anyone thought it was going to happen this way. This may have been the ugliest playoff win I've ever experienced in my entire life. The, the, the last, last two last have been, week was up there like, too. Just gross. <laughs> like if you watch these games, which we all have, obviously, like you just sit back and for a half last week, maybe three quarters, you're just like disgusted. Like what is happening? What is going on? Like this is not how we play football. And then you're like, oh well, we actually won, so who cares? Like, <laughs> like why does it matter? Like. I looked at Chris in the break and I was like, dude, what the f- just happened? <laughs> like, like, I cannot fathom. Like, imagine being a Lions fan right now. You're like, oh my goodness, we're going in the Levi's. It's in the bag. We're biting kneecaps. We're doing it, getting it done. 17 point lead. We're getting revenge for 1957 on the road. Here we come. It's all over again. Now you're like, I have my tail between my legs, and I'm sad, and Dan Campbell blew the game for us, and just, <laughs> I'm crying. Like, that ain't us, baby! We're going to the Super Bowl! So, <laughs> I mean, come on! It's, it's, so, it's really crazy you brought up the 1957 game. If you guys weren't with us pregame, first of all, how dare you? But second of all, we talked about the history of this Niners-Lions matchup in the postseason, right? Oh, yeah. They've met twice before. The first time was 1957 at Kizar Stadium here in San Francisco. Oh, the great, the the incredible, historic place that is Kizar Stadium. The Niners were up twenty four to three in the second half in that game. Blew it, and the Lions came back to win thirty one to twenty seven. And we had a, a, a chatter on on our YouTube page during pregame, Sterling, that said uh, someone's great grandfather is. <laughs> 
was real upset about the result of the game that day in 1957. The Niners flipped the script. The Niners were up 24 to 3 in the, in the second half, 1957 against these Lions. They lost 31 to 27. The Niners today were down 24 to 7. They come back and they win 34 to 31. They did to the Lions what the Lions did to them back in 1957 at Kizar Stadium. A little bit of poetic justice there. It's a good album, by the way. By Kendrick <laughs> Very Warner. good. But, I mean, words, like, I'm at a loss for words. I can, I, I can yell. I can scream. I can just go nuts over the air for the next seven hours. I can host every single show tomorrow. You don't want that. I don't want that. But it'll just be yelling and, like, trying to figure out how this happened. But, like, oh, my goodness... Like, how did this just occur? Like, I couldn't imagine being my father watching the catch game. Joe Montana throws three touchdowns. Oh, it's the Dallas Cowboys. We can't beat them. It's over. Then you do, and you're like, what the heck did I just watch? What you watched today is NFL history. Don't let that escape you. What you watched today is and was, forever will be, NFL history. No, it will be. It will be, and it, it 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 makes absolutely no sense that, that they were able to get this done. Again, uh, they were down twenty four to seven at halftime. The Lions executed everything perfectly in the first half. You felt like there was a chance for the 49ers to get a little bit of momentum at the halftime break, right? Because the Lions they went on a drive uh, with a, with a few. They got the ball with like five minutes left in the second quarter, up twenty one to seven. You feel like if you're the Niners, all right, get a stop. Get the ball back, go down, drive, go into halftime down seven. You get the ball back to begin the third, maybe before the Lions touch the ball again. It's a tie game, right? Like that was legitimately on the table. The Lions converted a third and 12. They converted a third and 15 on that drive. They put together a 17 play, 68 yard drive. Those third down conversions felt like gut punches. Worse than gut punches. It almost felt like, all right, that's the game at times. It really felt like that. The Niners' defense did stiffen a little bit. They forced a field goal with seven seconds left instead of allowing a touchdown. A touchdown might have ended this game because it would have been 28-7 to at halftime. You, you forced the field goal, and then things changed in that second half. But it just everything the Lions did in the first half worked. And the Niners had no answers offensively. They had nothing going defensively. And the fact, Sterling, that they even made this a game, let alone one, blows my mind. Blows my mind. They had yeah. no business being in this game considering how they played in the first half. They should have been down by 28. Well, I mean, let's be honest here. They should have lost this game. Like the last two games, dare I say, they should have lost both of them. Like they oh, did not, play, they did not play winning football in either one of these games. For in this game, half of it. In the last game, three and a half quarters. But this one was a little more like extreme. Yeah, bad. You were on one side, then the next. It was like okay, like one extreme to the other. Against the Packers, they were. It was. It was questionable, Steadily. it was iffy, but it was it, <laughs> the game was teetering, but you never felt like it was over over. Right. This, this game, time you felt like it was teetering there for like two and a half quarters. I mean, this game felt like you're hitting Mayday, Mayday, like someone do something. Like this cannot end this way. There were Lions fans legitimately chanting Jared Goff's name and you could hear it easily over the television broadcast. And then 
And then what happened? Oh, Brockamania happened is what happened. (laughs) His legs. (laughs) He was so good. His legs kept them in this game. When when Jerry Rice called Trey Lance a Lamborghini, Brock Purdy's (laughs) a Lamborghini, buddy. Like, Uh, that's what it is. And it's no knock on Trey at all. It's just like Brock Purdy is what – and look, one game to go. We get that. You got to get it done. This game doesn't define who Brock Purdy is. But in reality, it does show – that Brock Purdy's got the moxie, man. Like, we all talked about, oh, it can't come from behind, and all the media talked about of, you know, Brock Purdy from behind. How does he look like? Fourth quarter down, what does he look like? Can he lead a fourth quarter comeback? This paired with last week, I mean, he's done it twice. Well, Sterling, this wasn't a fourth quarter like, comeback. It was a half. It, it You're was down t- 17 at <laughs> halftime. I mean, yeah, it's it probably was, better than a fourth quarter comeback at that point. It was tied going into the fourth quarter somehow. <laughs> I, I mean... <laughs> Which I guess is that to me is more testament to Brock Purdy than the fourth quarter comeback of like there is no way oh, you were meant man. to be in this game and have it tied going into the fourth quarter with a potential lead late in the third quarter. Like this is an all time fumble by the Lions. Like don't like that is a very true statement. They fumbled this game away. Literally and figuratively, uh, Jameer Gibbs, thank you very much. But Sean Gibson against Gibbs. Thank you very much. <laughs> but the Niners also, like, again, it's just like this is when they talk about, and I firmly believe we are going to win the Super Bowl. Knock on wood, don't want to jinx it. When that happens, in my brain, in my mind, I think about we're going to talk about to our kids, our grandkids, about these games. These games define teams. This team went 12-5, and five, number one seed. Had a couple of bumps on the road, but the last two games, we, we were discussing in week eight, can this team play nitty-gritty, have to win, last, the last score wins? They've played two of those games now. This team is tested. They didn't play great, but they are tested. They, they are war-ready. And I have no doubt in my mind, I am never going to gamble and bet against Brock Purdy ever again. He's just too good. This feels like, do you remember, so I hate to bring up bad memories on a, on a celebrate on, on a day like today where we're celebrating, but when the Ravens beat the Niners in the Super Bowl back, what was that, 2012, 2013? Yeah. Whenever that was. Uh, you remember how the Ravens got to the Super Bowl. They were the low seed, and the Niners are the one seed, so it's a little bit different. They went into Denver, and they needed that Hail Mary to win the game, to go to overtime against the Broncos in Denver late. And you get that touchdown, uh, you know, Flacco with his elite arm strength, throws it over the top of the defense, uh, and I think it was Jacoby Jones who ended up hurting the Niners in the Super Bowl, but Jacoby Jones gets that touchdown over the top of the defense, and somehow they end up going on to win in overtime, and then you get the sense, like, this Baltimore team's like the team of destiny. Like, that kind of thing, is it, it's it's going to work out for them. It just feels like things are breaking their way. This is now the second consecutive game where you feel like Maybe, although the 49ers haven't necessarily deserved it, at least for large stretches of either of their games up to this point, you look up at the scoreboard at the end, they've come out victorious both times, they're NFC champions, they're on to the Super Bowl, and you're like, how the hell are they doing this? (laughs) Like, things are breaking their way, they're finding a way to win, and oftentimes, kind of what you're talking about, when you look back at Super Bowl champions... Almost all of them have moments like this where it's yeah. like 
if one thing went differently during their run up to the Super Bowl, or hell, even in the Super Bowl, yeah. like they're not Super Bowl champions, and the Niners have a couple of those moments to already point toward. If a literal Josh Reynolds fourth and two is caught and not dropped, this game is over. Like, let's be honest, the Lions are probably punching that in for a touchdown, and they go yeah. up, uh, at that point it would be 21 points. If the ball doesn't bounce off the cornerback's head, hit him in the face, and Ayuk doesn't dive forward and catch it, this game's over. Like, it took literally every bounce, play, drop, snap, catch, tackle, incomplete pass for San Francisco to win this game. And i thankful for every single one of them. <laughs> like, good, cool, yeah. great. Like, as a person, these games kind of harden you. Like, as a Niner fan watching this team lose over and over and over again, it hardens you. Like, it makes you doubt. It makes you not want to believe and buy into a team. There are people on the YouTube chat saying, this team, I can't believe in them ever again, and this, that, and the other. Like, saying at that moment, like, it's over with. Like, this team made me buy in. I bought into what they were selling, and now I'm being lied to. And now we're sitting after the game, and it's like, I will never doubt again. Like, Kyle Shanahan, I get, you have to win the big one, but you weren't supposed to win this one. You have an NFC title in your hands for the second time under Kyle Shanahan's coaching tenure. And, yeah, the first one was a lot easier to get against the Packers in 2019, and this one was arguably your toughest-fought win of his tenure. But, oh my goodness, an NFC championship is an NFC championship. A Super Bowl is a Super Bowl trophy, if they win in two weeks and everyone is, it's an awful, gutted out, everyone's bleeding, guts are flying, and it ends with the Lombardi trophy in your hand, cool. We won. Yeah. Great. It doesn't matter how you win as long as like, you win. And like, the Niners have won. They're 2-0 and in the playoffs. Survive in advance, baby. Honestly. And I'm seeing it all over the YouTube chat on the Comcast Business text line as well. 888-957-9570. The YouTube chat powered by First NorCal Credit Union. Divine Intervention. Team of Destiny. I'm seeing multiple Team of Destinies. I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, this is the Team of Destiny. Now bring on Mahomes. Is that Enrique? Oh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> Lou, Enrique, Alex, Man. Bandit, my family, everyone. Jimbo. Uh, Jimbo says, I got that that good feeling. It's destiny. All of this. It feels it feels that way. Uh, and that kind of that kind of belief, it's powerful because it can get into a team. Oh yeah. Like as a team, now you gotta take it to heart why you were in these possess- positions in the first place, but it can also give your team almost an aura of invincibility. Like no matter what happens, we know there's nothing too big, too difficult to overcome. Like that kind of gets ingrained into oh, yeah. your mindset. It really does. It does. And the Niners have that right now. Now who else has it? <laughs> Maybe Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but the Niners have that. They do now, and they didn't have it before. I mean, the storyline was every time they got down, well, guess what? They can't come back. They've heard it from everyone. Shanahan, all he does is blow leads. He can't overcome deficits. That's all he does. Guess what, Brock Purdy? I got to see you make the plays when it matters most. When you're down in the fourth quarter of a playoff game, when you need a touchdown, Brock, go out and get me one. 
and now they've done it two consecutive weeks, and that feeling, it ingrains yourself, it ingrains itself into the heartbeat and the soul of a team, and the 49ers up to this point hadn't ever had that feeling, but they do now. This may have been the best thing for them. Their biggest hurdle... <laughs> Just get a win. <laughs> right, right. But, but their biggest hurdle has been Patrick Mahomes. 2019-2020 Super Bowl, right? Even last year, you got routed at Levi's against Mahomes when you probably had the better roster. Now, Mahomes and them won the entire thing last year, so whatever, right? But Mahomes has been in San Francisco's way over and over and over again. This is their opportunity to fight their demons, Ugh. awful run defense, poor coverage, bad offensive execution when it matters most in the first half of a game that you have to win. If Mahomes is the final hurdle to getting a Super Bowl, he is the big bad boss at the end. He is boss level 100. You have to win. He is Mike Tyson, right? He's a guy you have to get by. And if this is what it takes to get by him, this is what it takes to finally hoist Lombardi Trophy and beat Patrick freaking Mahomes, who somehow has found his way back in the Super Bowl again, bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Bring it on. Like, I am I will go to war with the San Francisco. I will raise my shield and my sword. Put me on the field, coach. I'll take a hit. I'll be a goon. I'm ready. Let me out there. I'm ready. All right, let's go back to the phone lines here on Overtime. We're with you all night long. Keep the phone calls coming. Uh, if you're leaving Levi's, the party has poured out to the parking lot, wherever the hell you are. Give us a call because we want to hear Don't burn my car you. down, please. We want <laughs> don't to hear break from... into my car. I think you're safe. The party's <laughs> hope, far away from I'm you. Safe. But give us a call. 888-957-9570. We want to hear from you guys all night long. Up next is Mike in Detroit. Uh, uh, Mike is a Niner fan so don't worry Mike I guess he's from Detroit but he just left the game Mike what's up you're on overtime with Grandy and Serling on 95.7 the game how you doing I'm doing great man just uh man all I have to say is whoop thank god going back to Detroit don't have to hear any any Lions fans talking crap nothing I'm telling you I'm nervous but uh, hey listen I got three other guys from Detroit Michigan they're my cousins. His name is Rob on the line. He wants to say something. I just want to say, Brock, we trust in Brock. I'm sick of the hate. Two NFC championships. Going to a Super Bowl. Let's take it, baby. That's my MVP. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And I got one more for you guys. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, how you doing, fellas? We're doing great now. How are you? Oh, yeah, we're doing very good, man. I just want to say Dan Campbell, man, I don't know what that guy's thinking, man. <laughs> he, 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 thinks, he, thinks he's, he thinks he's like he thinks he's like the next Bill Belichick with all these little moves that he's making. But once you come to San Francisco and you try to go, you try to, you try to go for it on fourth down when you're up 14 points, it's just, it just doesn't make sense to me, so... Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, yeah. You appreciate appreciate the call, guys. Uh, love. I mean, in Detroit, Niner fan at the game. Great, great, great uh, fans, and it seemed like an incredible atmosphere at Levi Stadium tonight. And we want to hear from you guys if you're coming home from the game right now. I can tell you. I can let you know uh, we're going to hit a break in about six minutes. On the other side of the break, we're going to catch up with someone who was at the game. 
Joe Shasky's going to come oh, on with us. Joe Shasky, boy. the butcher boy, is going to come on with us at the top of the hour. He was at Levi's. He's on his way home or he's partying, partying in the parking lot. We'll, we'll get the update from Joe Shasky. But he was at the game. We'll find out what the environment was like inside of Levi's Stadium. The Jared Goff chance. The Niners turning it around in the second half. How dead did halftime feel? I'm sure as dead as it's ever felt inside of Eating Levi's nachos, Stadium. really sad. We, like, we will hear from Joe Shasky coming up at the top of the hour, but let's squeeze in as many calls as we can until then. Up next is Fred in Richmond. Fred, what's up? You're on overtime on 95.7 The Game. How you doing? Man, I'm turned up, man. Bang, bang, minor game. I just got a message for Nick Wright. Nick Wright, what do you got to say now? <laughs> Brock Purdy came back, baby. I don't want to hear anything from all these Fake-ass commentators, they fake. Brock Purdy is the man. Bang, bang, minor game, Kansas City, we coming. It's a home game for us. We in Vegas. Minor game, let's turn up. Debo, thank you. You took the shot, baby. You was healthy. CMC did his thing. The defense, y'all are suspect. But listen, you got two weeks. Steve Wilkes. Get it together, baby. Get it together. But, Nick Wright, what do you got to say now, baby? Bang, bang. Yep. Appreciate Thanks the call. Me all, yep. Y'all. Yeah, appreciate the call, Fred. Good energy. Bang, uh, bang. The YouTube chat has already told you you should be calling him Nick Wrong, not Nick Wright. Uh, good job, Lori Matthews, on that one. How do you think it feels to be him right now? I mean, oh, he, he's, he's making a lot he's of money. He's preparing his happy. takes for tomorrow I mean, morning. It, it is his Patrick Mahomes versus Brock Purdy. Like, it is what he might call the ultimate game-changer to game-manager, which I don't believe in the game-manager title next to Brock Purdy's name. But, like, this literally is the epitome of the greatest quarterback in the NFL today. He's already won two freaking Super Bowls. He's won an MVP. Like, this is the guy. You beat that guy, are you then the guy? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, my goodness. And I'm not saying Purdy's better than Mahomes, but it's like, if you can beat Patrick Mahomes... In Vegas, which is near Arizona, mind you. It might be a Brock Purdy home game, right? If you beat that guy in the Raiders' home stadium at Allegiant in Las Vegas, like this this is a Super Bowl for the records in the history books. Yeah, it is. It is. It's- it's going to the storylines are going to be incredible coming up over these next two weeks. We want to focus here on the game today for the 49ers. Uh, up next is uh, Jeff in Michigan here on the uh, the the guest line on 957 the game. Give us a call 888-957-9570. Jeff, you're on overtime with Grandy and Sterling. How you doing, Jeff? Mark, I'm doing great. And unlike the guy who's from Detroit in San Francisco or Santa Clara, I'm in Michigan. Watching with Lions fans, and let me tell you, this is the first time I've actually felt like I believe in the Niners. You know, we watched the loss in, what, two years ago, the bad interception last year, or the bad injury last year. This feels like it's it. What do you guys think? Well, Jeff, hold on a minute. Were Lions fans booking their flights to Vegas? I must know. Oh, dude, it's, you know, I've been here for eight years now. I grew up in Northern California. Yeah, they were booking it. <laughs> hey, hey, Jeff, this is the Jeff I think it is, I, isn't it? A, it? It is the Jeff you think it is, Mark. Hey, how's it going, Jeff? Jeff and I went to school together growing up. Uh, Jeff. Go Ducks? 
No, not not oh, college. Okay, okay, okay. We grew up together. No. Uh, no, high school. Yeah, and and yeah, before high school as well. Jeff, uh, we played on the same basketball team growing up. All of that. Jeff, uh, I gotta shout you out for staying strong out there in Michigan as a Niner fan in front of all these Lions fans. Be careful though, uh, because this is gonna sting Lions fans forever. So uh, uh, stay strong and don't back down. Keep repping your Niner gear. You know, I'll be wearing my Patrick Willis jersey in the basement. It's going to be about 10 degrees in two weeks, and I'm going to be surrounded by Lions fans, and I'll be there with Patrick Willis. Awesome, man. Hey, great hearing from you. Thanks for calling. I appreciate it, man. No problem, Mark. See you, man. All right. Thanks, man. That's Jeff in Michigan. Love Jeff. Great guy. Thanks for tuning in, Jeff. Really appreciate it. Uh, you need your Niner fans wherever you are across the world to keep repping for we're, the faithful. We're international, man. Really are Mexico, Paris, France. I mean, we Canada. got calls coming in from all over the place here on ninety-five-seven. The game, Detroit, enemy territory, everywhere. And I mean, one of our callers a couple callers ago said uh, almost like a home game in the Super Bowl. I can guarantee you, there's going to be more Niner fans than Chiefs fans. They're better. You're right here. They're in Kansas City. Like you better be there. Buy your tickets right now. Like you better be at that game in two weeks. If if I don't hear. Niner chance at the Super Bowl. Like the faithful had an impact today. It was abundantly clear. As soon as the fans got into this game, Niners perked up, started playing better. When they heard the faithful roar behind them, they got the belief in themselves again. Show that in Las Vegas in two weeks. If you do that, there is nothing this team cannot accomplish. They're one game away, and I get it. We're talking about tonight, but my brain cannot help but focus in it's, two weeks. It's difficult. We talked in week number two. Book your flights to Vegas, folks. And guess what? <laughs> We're booking our flights to freaking Las Vegas. Let's go. Niners are on to the Super Bowl. They're champions of the NFC. I mentioned international Niner fans. Guess what? We got Marco on the YouTube chat from Italy. It's 5 a.m. in Italy, but Marco is staying up That's with awesome. us here on 95.7 The Game. Shout out to Marco, a true Niner fan. Great job, Marco. We appreciate you. We love you. The Niner fans are international, and we're with you all night long, or if you are in Italy, all morning long here on 95.7 The Game. Time for a break, though, and when we come back, We'll hear from Joe Shasky, host on the Morning Roast. You'll hear him bright and early tomorrow morning. He was at Levi's, but he's got to get some takes off now. That's coming up on the other side, and then we'll get right back to your calls. 888-957-9570. More coming up on Overtime with Grandy and Sterling on 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.